All right, welcome back to another edition of Green Squad Chats. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, today, we're discussing the topic of networking and how networking can mean something different to a lot of different people. You know, it depends on who you're talking to. It depends on their perspective. But there's, it's hard to deny uh, how important it is to build relationships and network. I like to look at it look at it as building a team. It's hard to deny how important that is if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, create a small business, uh, and, and kind of build something extraordinary. You know, I'll kind of throw that out there to the group if, if anyone's got uh, some additional things to add to that. Yeah, I think, Brandon, I think there is a lot of confusion about what networking means. And like you said, it means something different to everybody. To me, it just means uh, sharing with other people what I'm doing and uh, opportunities then present themselves, sometimes in unexpected ways. You got to be kind of open and honest about what you're doing, what you want. And uh, you'll find that a lot of people uh, remember that. You tell somebody, maybe you're a real estate agent. A day, a week, a month later, they say, wow, I need a real estate agent. Uh, wind up calling you back or, or referring you to a friend. So I think just being honest and, uh, it, you know, it doesn't have to be walking around handing out business cards. It doesn't have to be getting on LinkedIn and, you know, adding 20 connections a week. Uh, networking is, is simply getting out there and sharing what you do with friends, with strangers. And uh, I think if you do it in an open and honest way, it'll pay dividends. I have a story about that, actually. So I underestimated the value of networking when I was a younger investor. And I got my real estate license initially so that I could have access to do my own deals. And uh, I'd been investing for a little over a year, maybe a year and a half. And I decided I was going to get my own license because I, I knew enough about the contracts and stuff to just facilitate my own deals. I also had a passion for teaching other people the lessons I had learned so that they didn't have to repeat them themselves. I thought that was valuable for people. So I hosted a little meetup at my house, had my real estate license at this point, had five people come and uh, a common theme was, how do I do what you're doing? And so I, I gave a little 30 minute presentation of friends and friends and friends of friends. And one of the guys there said, Hey, I want to, I want to go do that. I said, okay, you want to buy a house? Do you own a house now? He said, no, I, I want to do what you're doing. I want a house hack and then move away and use that as a rental. I said, I said, how soon are you ready to get started? Uh, I have my license so we could do that together. He said, tomorrow. He got under contract that weekend and that was my first ever real estate client. And I, I didn't plan on that. I never planned on working with clients. That was at the end of 2021. And then in 2022, I said, well, maybe I could just keep doing that. And then I did $6 million of sales volume. All I was doing was trying to provide value to other people via the lessons that I had learned. And I was able to capitalize on that uh, with the value by closing closing on transactions and they were very happy with that so uh kind of kind of funny how you don't think about the um the stones you never turn over i think networking it comes down to the jim Rohn quote about helping others get what they want and you're always going to be able to get what you want i think that networking comes from finding those that are below you on the rung and pulling them up to where you are helping them surpass where you are networking to me i think is a very energy centric activity you know finding talking to people that are excited about what you're doing and finding people that are above you is that keeps the, the energy alive it keeps you motivated and disciplined to keep moving forward and whatever method or mechanism they use to find that is uh you know that to each their own but at the end of the day if your networking consists of helping others bringing value providing value whether it's a book recommendation or a contact or 
you know, just just posting on social media or telling your family at a local get together or somebody you know, like that that's that could be a form of giving value as well. James, I think the education piece you hit on is is key. You know, I think in our group we're very fortunate to to all be relatively educated about investing in real estate, different methods, different options, different classes. And uh, we kind of take for granted maybe that not everybody has that same level of knowledge. And, and you're right, getting info out there and helping others. Uh, what a tremendous way. I, I, I too have uh, hosted some networking events for the purpose of educating, you know, friends and acquaintances. And uh, the feedback from it is always tremendous. Travis came down to one of them, I'm pretty sure down here in my garage. I think in the on the education side, I think in the military, we do a pretty poor job of this, right? We, we do a lot of professional military education, whatever your warfare specialty is, we train in that. We're technical experts. And we do offer our service members a lot of life skills. I think we're pretty lacking, though, on the financial side of things. And, and a couple times now, I've taken time out of a work day and sat down with with people with whom I work to share and to educate and just like in the garage when I do it the the feedback is very positive you know I guess maybe to, to to Travis's point as well you don't do it for your own benefit you do it to help somebody else but odds are it winds up coming back in spades somehow some way early as an investor it's easy to be selfish how can I learn more how can I do more how can I build this and I have evolved into more of a mindset of if I put that in, Travis talked about energy. If I put that energy, that positive value out there for people, it comes back. I've seen it come back. Yeah. And you feel so much more fulfilled when the purpose was to kind of help somebody along. You know, I heard somebody say it, uh, not in this group, but I've heard it before that look back at yourself two years ago or whatever period of time, think about where you were, how you were just starting out. And then now here you are now, now try to help two year you, two years ago, you try to help that person along. Um, and if, if that's kind of your focus on the things you're putting out there, it's like, how can I bring somebody who is two years removed from being where I'm at and help them get to where I'm at right now? When I started kind of looking at it like that a little bit more as it relates to just kind of putting my social stuff out there, um, putting my voice out on LinkedIn, for example, and within mind helping somebody two years behind me get to where to where I'm at. And it's like there's a lot more purpose there, and I feel a lot more fulfilled than if you're just trying to to put stuff out there to gain a sale or to gain a client or something like that, right? It's uh, it makes you f it, it's much more purpose driven that way. Those are really good really good points, Brandon and. I'll share this. I met one of my closest friends in Tampa that exact way. I won't share his name. I don't know if he'd want me to mention his name on this podcast, but such a driven, you know, very high moral character kind of guy. He's doing an Ironman triathlon, like literally today, right now. Just an all around awesome guy to be around. He was actually going to be one of my tenants, and he's he's about a decade younger than me, but he was going to be one of my tenants. And it didn't work out for other reasons. He was, it was fine, but he asked me if um if I was doing more rentals and more real estate acquisition. I don't know if test is really the right word, but I'll evaluate where someone's at. And I said, yeah, I'm actually going to look at a house in two days. Meet me there at 7 a.m. And mentally I'm thinking like, if he doesn't show up, th that's it. I'm, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to chase him down so that he can learn if I can provide him value. Uh, he showed up and ever since he's just been continuing to show up. He started his own business. He's doing some wholesaling. He, he's 
grown his W2 to see him grow as a function. Uh, you know, I'm providing him just a little bit, but if that little bit allows him some tools to where he can capitalize that, capitalize on that in his life. I mean, that's, that's really special. We are ignorant when it comes to finances because we think that the only thing that we're taught coming up is your TSP or your BRS and that's paper-based, right? Securities. Nobody's getting a class or nobody when they bring their fi command financial specialist is saying, oh, hey, let's talk about real estate. That's not a thing. That's not a conversation. And it's very unfortunate because we as service members only get stuck with like, oh, invest in the stock market through this mechanism. And it's like, no man, there's other options. And so when James to, to James's point is that there's lots of people that are like, what you have, you don't, you invest out of state. Yeah. I invest out of state. How do you do that? And how do you even and like all the questions just, you know, the floodgate gets open and you're like, yeah, man, like we're making it happen. It's what it is. And, uh, every day it's constant, like questions about real estate, questions about investing. And it's just, thank you. I appreciate that, man. That makes so much sense. Cool, man. Go off and do great things. I'm going to try to tie this to networking. Let's see how I do. So years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, my wife got me a tap handle for my birthday. You know, a keg, a keg of beer, tap handle. And she said, hey, do something with this. And um, she had a plan or an, an idea. She thought that I was going to buy a kegerator, you know, small fridge, put in the corner of the garage and um, have fresh beer on tap. And uh, unfortunately or fortunately as the case may be, I decided to build a bar. And uh, it's a lot easier than you might expect. I mean, definitely easier for somebody like James, who's who's our master woodworker. Um, so it's probably not up to James's standard, but I figured out how to build a bar. Then uh, at the time, the garage opened up to an alley. And so neighbors were like, what are you doing? I'm building a bar. And then uh, this eventually, over about a six month period, it morphed into neighborhood happy hour. You know, I'd come home, open the garage door, neighbors would come out, we'd drink beer. And uh, that was probably 10 years ago. I'm actually sitting at the bar now, uh, not drinking. It's too early for that. And uh, I was going to ask. No, nope, I was going to ask if that's the bar. Yep. I'm sitting at the bar. <laughs> the, the neighborhood happy hours have generated so many relationships and not just for me, for other people. And we only, we host the happy hours because we enjoy hanging out with friends. We enjoy meeting new neighbors. When we first started hosting happy hours, Annie was pregnant with our now nine-year-old. Uh, now our friends bring their kids over. So there's kids running around, people are bringing their dogs and the amount of relationships that have been built from these happy hours is too many to count. And uh, again, not just for us, for, for many other people, I'm sure there have been business transactions that have occurred as a result of this. And now when I bump into neighbors that I haven't seen in a couple of weeks, they say, hey, when's the next happy hour? The amount of value that that has provided to us, not financially from a, from a fulfillment standpoint, from a being able to help other people and bring people together, it's just amazing. Uh, the energy is great every single time. And it, it's wind up being a very positive event that, uh, that we're, we're just happy to be a part of. So um, who knows what's going to come out of the next happy hour, but uh, hopefully one day we'll get a green squad happy hour here in the garage. I would love that, man. And it's a, just a great, another great example of, it's like, what's the intent? Why are you putting together this happy hour? It had nothing to do with finding a business opportunity or it had everything to do with, hey, I'm just going to do this because I think it's, you know, it's neighborly. It's a place where good people can kind of gather. And then you never know what's going to come out of that, right? So to me, it's always go back to kind of what's the purpose? Like, 
what do you want to get out of networking? What do you want to get out of the the mastermind group that you're going to join? What do you, is it, what do you want to get or is it, sure. what do you want to give? You know, you hit it and maybe I didn't say it well enough, but we started this because we enjoyed meeting neighbors, right? That we, we did it as a way to bring the neighborhood together. And we were able to buy our primary residence because one of our neighbors brought their friend who was a real estate agent. He didn't bring him there to sell me a house, brought him there to drink beer. And I don't know how many beers later, we wound up buying a house with this guy. And then that same guy got us into real estate investing. You know, these, you know, but that's not why we're doing it. We did it to bring neighbors together. Brandon, you said the word get, 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 right? And then you kind of smiled and stopped and said, give. And if people join, if people are networking for the getting, that because this is a team sport, that getting is going to spread a lot faster than you're giving. And unfortunately, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be good for you. And the giving of masterminds, relationships of, you know, real estate meetups, like that's, that's where all the money is made, in my opinion. Yeah. Kind of like approaching a relationship, like not, all right, what can I get out of this? What can I extract out of this? But how can I fit into this, whether it's one person, five, a hundred, how do I fit into this and provide at least one nugget, something of value to make somebody's life here better? You know, James, I think, I think it's finite though. I, I think, okay. So uh, you guys know, I'm, I try to be very logical in almost all things. There's a finite amount of value or, or of networking I can provide. And I, I think that's worth discussing too. I'll give you an example. I, if you go to my social media, I have this little link tree and you can book a meeting with me. If you book a meeting with me, I will ask you to fill out this form in preparation for the meeting so that I can best ready myself to talk about what is the right topic for you and what are we going to focus on? If no, if they don't fill out that form, I cancel the meeting. Because if they're not willing to invest their time so that I can bring the most value possible to try and help them, it's not worth my time. And maybe that's a little bit a little bit too harsh, but in a finite resource environment where I can't have a meeting with everyone every day, and, and I'm not saying that like I'm some guru out here. I'm a pretty normal guy that works hard. Uh, and if I have some experience I can share with you in, in some aspect of what you have not done yet in your life on your investing journey, I'm happy to do it. Uh, but if, if you're not going to take the time to fill out a, a two minute form to prepare for that meeting, then I'm not willing to meet you on it. That's, that's kind of James, I'm I think it. that's fair. I mean, it's a boundary. It's a healthy boundary to fence off time for those willing to similarly invest. I totally appropriate. Yeah. I, I was going to add, um, completely appropriate. And by doing that, you, you don't, you want to make sure that you are providing value and that you, the time that you're going to spend with whoever it is that you, that they want help and you can actually provide it to them. And so taking that extra step, it just is like, Hey, this tells me, yeah, there's something in this meeting that we can really get together. And I think that I can help you. But without that, you're, you're, you work very hard. You, right. There's only so many hours in the day. And so if you're trying to help people, then you're going to say, all right, uh, this call that was scheduled, they didn't even fill out the form. So I don't know that I can help them, but this, this person, right. Or, or by opening that slot up now, somebody who does fill it out and I can help. Now I get to spend my time actually helping them out. 
And it's not that you didn't want to help that other person, but you don't even know if you could because they didn't go through the, they didn't take it upon themselves to go through the steps to even to start the communication with you. So completely appropriate in my mind. Do you get, Jane, I mean, everybody offers mentorship in some form or fashion to others. Do you guys, is it a good feeling? Do you enjoy that, that giving back, the educating, the mentoring piece? Immensely. If I have a strategy in real estate that I have a strong conviction on, like using your VA loan to buy your first property where you can house hack and then move away and use it as a rental. When someone does that and they listen to your advice and that's advice that provided them education they otherwise would not have known. And you see them do that and they follow up with you like a year later. It is, it is better than making money. That feeling is better than making money. I, I can't explain it, but it is really valuable. And, and I love that feeling. Travis, I gotta, I gotta throw something over to you, man. You are one of the most generous and giving people of your time um, that I've seen, you know, in our greater, our greater group, the, the greater mastermind, um, even, you know, so beyond green squad, I have personally watched you kind of put yourself out there, start meetups, host other people's meetups. I mean, just constantly out there. So I'm interested in your take on Tom's question there. Like, what do you get out of that for the listeners out there? Find Travis Hill out on social media and you'll see what I mean. Uh, that guy is always giving his time and trying to help bring other people up. Uh, raise other people up and make them better. So um, Travis Hill, go find him. Uh, I appreciate those kind comments. And um, I get a lot of energy from connecting people, connecting deals to people, connecting, connecting, connecting. It's it's very satisfying for me. It re-energizes me. It's, uh, it's a part of like the excitement of finding somebody who is a subject matter expert or something, somebody that is super, super invested with a high degree of discipline and energy, much like James, to find out what they're doing in the, in the real estate investing world, right? And the podcast that I host with, uh, with some other War Room members, we're bringing a contractor who all he does is he flips, or sorry, he rehabs commercial multifamily. And I'm super stoked to talk to him. Like, I've never like sat down and talked with a guy who does rehabbing of commercial multifamily. Yeah, there's contractors, but like that's his sole purpose in life, right? So be able to talk to, to commercial brokers or to talk to, you know, a land flipper or talk to, we had Mike Bell on, who is a fellow War Room member, active duty Navy, and he invests in parking lots, right? So be able to talk to somebody specifically in a niche that is above you and then be able at the same time to be able to talk to, like I said earlier, talk to that military member like, wait, I can use a VA loan or I can house hack it. Yes, single lieutenant. You definitely can do that. That is an amazing thing. And guess what you could do? Every year, the three years that you're on station, you could have three homes and leave. No way. And to see that light bulb, right? Like they, they see their mind's eye and they're like, I could be that in three years. Is it, it never gets old and it constantly reinforces why I enjoy doing it and why it's so important to do it. I love that. I love that, Travis. That's I knew it, man. That's exactly why I wanted to throw that question your way. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Tom, kind of like back at you, like for that question, what, what do you think? It's a tremendous feeling being able to help people out, like James said, and hearing that someone has, has benefited from taking your advice. I don't think it's an ego thing. I think it's a, you know, knowing that you helped somebody, right? We all believe in, in investing in real estate. We all believe in having, you know, a sound financial plan and seeing somebody go out and find their own success because of education or opportunities or resources that you provided is such a great feeling. I had a, um, 
a client of mine the other day reached out and he was buying his first investment property and just felt, here's what made me feel great about it is we have built the relationship together um, through, he's a client, a life insurance client. And we have built the relationship to the point where you know, he wanted to reach out to me so that we could kind of strategize on his his very first investment property. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a real estate agent. I'm, I don't get compensated for real estate at all. And that was so rewarding to, to think that I was able to, to kind of help him walk him through one of his first real estate deals. Um, just for the fact that I, I felt like we had that relationship. We're a true team and, uh, that, you know, that I could potentially help him be 1% more ready for that, uh, or, or to make him feel or, and know that he was on the right path. Um, yeah, man, it's hard to quantify how that makes you feel. All right. Thank you for joining us. Um, Green Squad Chats again this week, talking about networking. And I think it kind of branched over into just how you put yourself out there and how you show up for other people and really kind of what figuring out for yourself, kind of what do you want to give right to the relationship because, you know, I, I think that you've heard it here today, right? By giving, you're going to, you are going to, A, you're going to feel that sense of purpose. You're going to feel good. And B, you never know what, by helping someone else, right? By giving, giving value away, you never know what's going to come back. Uh, and not that that's the purpose, but you just, it's those relationships that you're building and helping other people. And it's going to come back to you, I think. Um, any other final comments or closing words before we sign off? All right. Well, Look forward to seeing you all back here next time at Green Squad Chats.